0: This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin is doing very well. And if he gets the y'all clear, he'll be with me on Monday and looking forward to that. Meanwhile, we have Rich Fitzgerald in studio this morning and appreciate you coming in, Rich. Great For- to be here. Former Allegheny County executive now in a new role with 10 counties that you're working with, uh, but you don't have to worry about today. today. We talked about the pressures of the job that you had in. You probably didn't even realize until you didn't have to worry about it how much pressure you were actually under.
3: It just became part of uh, my normal day-to-day operation, and the, the, you know the meetings we'd have with you know, various directors, whether it was a superintendent of police or the health department director, you know, with the county manager and, and and those folks. And 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 I was very fortunate. We the team that we had uh, with uh, Willie McCain and Jennifer Liptak and Amy Downs and and so many others uh, that we that, that just were. You know, we had a great team working together in 12 years, and uh, you know, it's it's time to move on. And I'm enjoying this uh, this aspect of my career, uh, working with uh, you know more of our rural counties uh, often, and and some of the things that we can help them uh, the 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 workforce development, the work training, the infrastructure, the transportation, things that are needed in. Uh, again, all of us in, in Pittsburgh and the two and a half million people that uh, make up the southwestern Pennsylvania area uh, is something I'm glad to work for. I always saw you as
0: somebody also that would reach out beyond Allegheny County and, and want to find ways to cooperate with the surrounding counties, too. It wasn't just all about me, so to speak.
3: No, I I really did because I, I always viewed and I, I remember as county executive, you know, that seeing the numbers that. of the people who worked in in the Golden Triangle during that time uh, lived outside of Allegheny County. They came from Butler, whether it was at Cranberry or in Murraysville in Westmoreland County or down in Peters Township in Cannonsburg in, in Washington County, et cetera. So we are a regional operation. When people come to Oakland and downtown Pittsburgh, which are the two biggest job centers in the region, many of them are coming from outside of Allegheny County and Pittsburgh and we we need to really think that way uh, when when you think about our economic growth uh the fact that you know the cracker plant we talk about in Beaver County that what's it 12 billion dollars I think ultimately they spent in in building that and and how that can help manufacturing, for all of us, whether you live in Lawrence County or Washington County or or Monroeville, uh, it's part of what we do. So uh, I'm excited to work with, these are folks I've worked with for, for my whole career, and I'm glad to continue to do so. One of the most important jobs
0: that you had was four years ago and the election process that has been under fire since, and there's a collective effort to restore at least to some, because some people you'll never change their mind, to feel that somehow there was something that wasn't right with the 2020 election. How do you feel when you hear people say, and the numbers are crazy, like 36 percent of the people in this country think something wasn't right?
3: Well, you know, look, it obviously became very politicized in in mail-in voting, which really became uh, a, a thing in Pennsylvania back in 2020 when they passed, I think it was Act 77, if I remember the right number, but it allowed mail-in voting for the first time. And, and obviously we, we were coming into the pandemic, so people were wanting to use mail-in. They didn't wanna to go to the polls and stand in line and you know expose themselves to, to COVID. So we saw that occur, but obviously we saw the politicization of, 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 of how that process occurred. Um, within, I know within the the county operation, it was all done in the warehouse under cameras that were everywhere. Um, you know, as people opened up the ballots and went through that process. But you know, we saw around the country, um, you know, threats and 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 sometimes violence that occurred with election workers. And uh, let's hope that, that you know, as we go through this again, another contentious election season. Uh, that 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 we just do it fairly and and freely and and, and people feel that the results will be uh, will be vindicated.
0: I don't want to repeat, but I'm afraid that's where we're headed because you're going into this election with 60 plus percent of Republicans in this poll thinking that okay, the last one wasn't fair, although, we had how many cases went to court to try to challenge us around the
3: country? Many court cases, and I think uh, local courts, state courts, federal courts, all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court um, heard the cases, went through it, and and realized it. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to um, to believe that, depending on how they get their information, how they get their news. And, um, again, when, when you have a democracy that, that that we cherish and we've cherished for centuries in the, in this country— people want to make sure that the person they voted for um, or that the person who got the most votes, I should say, whether it's for borough council, whether it's for governor, whether it's for Congress or president, that that person is the person that's going to take office. Unfortunately, some people, it's like wiffle ball when you're a kid. If you
0: don't win, the other guys must have cheated. So <laughs>
3: that's that's as Marty
0: would say if he was sitting here. That's where we're at.
3: Well, sometimes, you know, in, in, in life and in, in, in sports, whether it's a wiffle ball when you're a little kid or in politics, um, you, you want to win graciously, uh, but you also want to lose graciously. So if the other person gets more votes, you congratulate them and move on and then, you know, try to do better the, uh, the next time around.
0: Be honest. Be glad it's not your responsibility, though, entirely this time.
3: <laughs> Can you see that smile on my face and all my all my friends, including uh, Commissioner Fabian and and, and the counties? Because counties operate elections. That's who runs, even though there's state law that, that that dictates how they do it. It are the county commissioners who will be running these elections and will be literally on the firing line, if you will, when uh, when we get to November. We're with former Allegheny County Executive Rich Fitzgerald. I was
0: thinking, Rich, I know we talked about the airport and we're going to talk more about it after the news at 8, but Fred Hansberger and I, late Fred Hansberger, who was a very key uh, talk show host and a very powerful voice in this town, and I were out in the Rainbow Machine, which was basically a converted RV to a radio studio. And I'm sure you remember I remember it. it, sure. And we were there the day the airport opened, and it, and it was an October morning, and we talked to Tom Forrester, or sure. a blast from the past, yep. and about this great airport. And uh, here we are three decades plus later, and it looks like, uh, what, next year. Maybe, a little over a year from now, I'm guessing, yes, that it should be open up. Give or take, because... As we kind of joked, if you have somebody doing something, you know, on your house, it's a crapshoot on the deadline completion dates, right? Let alone, how much money is invested?
3: It's going to be a $1.5 billion uh, investment um, with no taxpayer dollars going into it, paid for by the airlines. But you're right, Larry. And we think about, you know, 35 years ago or 32 years ago when that opened up, when you and Fred went out there. We, as, and, and Commissioner Forrester led this charge, we decided it was really worth our while to, to get US Air, corporate headquarters here, create something that would create thousands and thousands of jobs if we gave them this, built this airport for them, created a hub. We had just come off the collapse of the steel industry. There was a lot of panic and desperation in, economically. And at the time, it was a great, great idea. Well, unfortunately, 10 years later, that airline went bankrupt. We had 9-11. The, the, the whole airline industry changed. And when the hub went away 10 years ago or 10 years after it was built, it really put that airport in a very, very difficult position. They lost about 70 percent of their passengers, their revenue, et cetera. And we've been trying to dig out from under that for all these years. And this airport will more reflect what Pittsburghers uh, who use the airport uh, we will we'll use. Again, it was built for U.S. Airways way back when, and for the connecting passenger, not the Pittsburgh, or the person who flew from New York to L.A. and, and transferred in Pittsburgh, um, it's going to be built for us, and I think that's going to be the big difference. And I know Paul Hoback uh, will be able to talk about that uh, when we come on, but there are still people who call it the new airport. Right. <laughs> even though it's over a third of a century old. Rich, you know
0: how we are. (laughs) We're slow to change as a stereotype of the region generally. Uh, One of the other things I'm sure you're very proud of is the park system, and we found out during COVID that was a rescue for many physically and mentally to get out, and I think you've done a great job with the parks in our county except for one thing. You never did give us buffalo in North Park. But I understand we had Buffalo at one point. And that there, I, I don't know. There you... was a Native American chief, I guess, that was living on the park grounds at one point early. Those parks were built in the thirties, right? In the early thirties. Yes. As part of a coming out of the depression. Yes, exactly. They created jobs. And yep. so let's let's build these beautiful parks. I'm talking about North and South Park now. Yes.
3: Uh, I don't know about the other ones. How many parks do we have in the Nine, county. county parks, twelve thousand acres. I, I'm going to pass that along to, to County Executive Inamorada to say, "Hey, Sarah, you bet. You know, <laughs> Larry, Larry wants, wants Buffalo. buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the people in South Park complain they don't have a lake like South Park has this beautiful or North Park has this beautiful, beautiful lake, which is man-made, by yes, the way. Yes, and it's and it's it's fed by I think Pine Creek and a few other things that that continue to feed it. Um, and, you know, it's funny because, you know, as we did this transition with the county executive, uh, in a Murata, I, I would try to tell her about, you know, some of the things that she may not know about. And I mentioned the Buffalo. She knew more about the Buffalo than I did. I guess she says, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm they were was a big Facebook thing going on with, I think Buffalo Bob or I forget how they, there was a lot of things going on at the time. And she was up to speed on that issue. So I, I, I'll pass that along, Larry, that Larry Richard wants Buffalo in North park. And, uh, you know, after she rolls her eyes and moves how about water on. buffalo in the, in the lake?
0: Maybe that. What are they? What, is that what hip hippopotamuses that. are called? But <laughs> those parks are beautiful, and the infrastructure to maintain them. You know, you've upgraded over time, and paddleball courts. You know, who who would have ever thought that would be such a hot ticket? But I'm curious. Back to Sarah for a minute. Yeah, obviously you supported her campaign, so she no doubt looks to you as a council person to say hey you know asking many questions is she reaching out to you
3: oh yeah we, we talk all the time in fact she was at the uh, at the meeting the other the other night uh, with all the other county commissioners uh throughout the region uh, as they work together on infrastructure and you, you know you mentioned parks but you know trails are a big part of that and these connecting trails that connect all up and down our rivers and and, and pat fabian will be able to talk about that that connects from the point all the way up through Armstrong County into Catanning, uh, to ride your bike, you know, those 40 miles that will that we'll get there. I, I think one of the things we sometimes take for granted here in western Pennsylvania is how beautiful our green space is. And I think the county parks certainly reflect that. And it was easy for me to get a lot of investment from private Organizations, our foundation, community people in general. You mentioned the paddleball issue. A lot of that was built privately. It wasn't even taxpayer dollars that did the, that did the work because there were groups that were willing to invest if you know we gave them the lease right. and that type of thing. So those type of partnerships, like the boathouse, that boathouse was a private public private partnership that came together.
0: It was a great. It sat. I grew up near North Park, so that's my park. And that boathouse sat vacant for decades. And we almost
3: tore it down. We we were ready because it was in such disrepair.
0: If you're sitting there looking out on the lake, it looks like you could be like in a mountain resort somewhere. And that was just a really smart thing to do. It's a big draw. And there are other opportunities. My sister just texted me pickleball.
3: Pickleball. Larry, not paddleball. No, no, we have both. We have both. I know. Platform tennis, I guess, is a better way to say it. Well, they just. Which is right next to the pickleball courts,
0: right? In North Park, they just upgraded that paddleball, and they have pickleball courts. Just and
3: we connected a trail by the the little waterfall that's there behind the pickleball courts. It is absolutely beautiful. Yes. You built that little bridge right there. We built the bridge. Thank it you. was something that uh, Director Beckley, Andy <laughs> Beckley and his team. People take so pride. It's funny you say your park because I like to say when I was county executive, we don't have a park system. <laughs> Everybody has their park. Right. If you live in Bethel Park, South Park is your park. I was talking to Bill Artman, the new CEO
0: and president of Giant Eagle. It's my Giant Eagle. Exactly. My, my park. What a beautiful morning. Welcome to the weekend. First of March. It's meteorological spring. Larry Richard with Rich Fitzgerald, former Allegheny County executive a familiar face and voice, obviously, in this town. And in your new role, you were just kind of redescribing what it is you do now with
3: 10 counties. Yes. uh, The the SPC, the Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission, uh, we work on big planning, uh, regional planning projects uh, for roads and bridges and trails and transit and workforce development. And um, it is it it is Armstrong and Beaver and Butler and Indiana and Lawrence and Green and Fayette. And again, folks who root for the black and gold and, uh, you know, Pat Fabian, uh, Commissioner Fabian, who's going to be joining us. Uh, you know, is now our leader. He's he's the chairman now of the the Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission for the next two years, previously had been the vice chair. Um, And, uh, you know, Katanning and Armstrong County and Ford City the beauty uh, of that county is really in, is so impressive. And with Route 28 being opened up uh, much more, easy, more easily to get from Katanning to downtown Pittsburgh, you know, opens up some some economic opportunities. And one of the things the SPC did, people don't know about, is the widening of Route 28 near the highland park bridge uh that was a a bottleneck that now is much much better to travel and that was something that that uh, commissioner fabian and and the team did to uh to authorize and get the funding for that that operation and
0: commissioner fabian serving now in his third term is with us uh commissioner good morning
1: good morning larry good morning rich how are you gentlemen doing today
0: doing good pat sounds like you're rolling this morning and My favorite part of Armstrong County was playing hockey at Belmont Arena.
1: (laughs) Yes, my son's a hockey player. Uh, We're up there quite often. Pat,
3: talk about some of the things that that you, you you know, not just the SPC, but that that you got going on in Armstrong County. I think that the the trail system that you have coming through Catanning along that river is absolutely beautiful. Some of the more spectacular uh sites uh, that you you can have but you got a lot going on in, in in Armstrong County and uh fill us in a little bit for 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 those that uh, may not be familiar
1: well as it relates to the trail i i think uh we have one of the uh, best executive directors um our, our trail association chris Ziegler, does a wonderful job Uh, She's went out and secured over $30 million since I've been in office, and uh, we're doing our part here in Armstrong County to connect that Erie to Pittsburgh Trail. But uh, this coming uh, April, April 1st, actually, and, Rich, I I believe you'll be up here as well uh, with your bike, uh, we're going to celebrate a uh, trail expansion of 14 miles. It runs from Manor Township down to Shenley, Um, and that is, to the best of my knowledge, going to be the largest trail project Uh, east of the Mississippi, and um, we're about two years away from connecting Uh, another part that will get us to the point in Pittsburgh, it will get us to Butler um, and it will get you all the way up to Brookville and eventually uh, once some of these other counties finish uh, their legs um, from Erie to Pittsburgh, uh, you know, that trail system is going to be complete and what that means for Armstrong County, that's tourism dollars, that's uh, outdoor enthusiasts coming to or through Armstrong County and it definitely helps uh, our local businesses.
0: Yeah, I would imagine you're aware that Rich is an accomplished cyclist. Rich, how many times have you
3: done that trail from here all the way down to DC? We've done it four times. I wouldn't say accomplished. I, I might go slow, <laughs> but I, I, I we, we, we stay at it and, and I as as the commissioner said, you know, when you when we connect that Pittsburgh to Erie trail, which is about two hundred and seventy miles, and I think uh it's about seventy percent done and, and what the commissioner mentioned that that big Big, big leg that's going to be done on April 1st that they're going to cut the ribbon on with uh, uh, Pat's team and Chris Ziegler. Uh, it just opens that up, and it is absolutely beautiful. Uh, and I could see, you know, I think I think Katanning is about forty miles on the bike from from the point, and that's a natural staying point where people will go forty miles. They'll stay in a hotel, they'll stay at a bed and breakfast. They'll they'll, they'll be there for the night and and spend some money. And as Pat said, it's going to be a lot of tourism dollars and and expose them to a great town uh, that Katanning is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know we have a big future project coming in uh, a couple years that we're trying to uh, rehab a uh, historical train station, and uh, there's been some uh, pre-planning to uh, put a brewery in there, and uh, like you said, it's 40 miles from Pittsburgh. It's a great midpoint to uh, stop, have a beer, a coffee, uh, eat, and um, stay overnight before you uh, pack up and and move on.
0: Well, you got a lot of weight on your shoulders now that you're the, you know, you're the chair.
3: He's the king. He's the chair. <laughs> well, it was interesting. I was mentioning, Pat, that, you know, the first meeting that we had as you as you became chair, we had 23 of the 29 elected officials, 27 county commissioners, along with the county executive of Allegheny and the mayor of the city of Pittsburgh, that were all present there the other night. And we had a very robust discussion about some of the things that, that we're working on when it came to some of the grants uh, that are out there and the, from the federal government and the state. The, the the one nice thing right now is you take the chairmanship. Is there's so much money that is available with the infrastructure bill and the IRA and the chips bill that's coming out of Washington, and and we're going to work uh, obviously to get to get our fair share of that. And the enthusiasm I saw at that meeting the other night was was quite frankly something I hadn't seen in a number of years.
1: Well, hey, that's what you and I bring to the table, right, Rich? <laughs> we. we can getting people in the room but uh no it was exciting you know i've been involved with spc uh southwest pennsylvania commission since 2016 when i got elected and you know served as secretary vice chair and um uh you know uh recently elected to chairmanship and um you know i'm excited to get started and as you mentioned rich uh there's a lot of dollars out there and you know spc uh you know it's a big responsibility we are the planning uh... we're responsible for the planning and prioritizing of the uh... state and federal transportation dollars and you know the regional priorities for economic development and I take that serious and uh, rich I'm so glad that uh, you were selected to uh, be the executive director um, you know you're out there already you're off to a great start you know I know you know your way around Washington and Harrisburg and definitely Southwest Pennsylvania so I think uh you know, we're well-positioned. We have a good team, and uh, one thing I've always appreciated about SPC is uh, we speak as one voice on major issues, whether that's transportation, broadband, job creation, infrastructure, um, and it's uh, it's an exciting time to be at the helm, and I look forward to, uh, you know, um, better things to come in southwest Western PA. One of the things we
3: worked on the other night, Larry, was a, a bill with our locks and dams. And I know that's something that the commissioner is very passionate about with the Allegheny River uh, with a number, I think, about a dozen locks that, that go all the way from the New York line uh, down to the point of Pittsburgh. And if we don't get these locks and dams repaired and improved and maintained, we're going to lose not just the recreational part, but some of the commercial work and, and jobs and infrastructure uh, dollars that come through. Uh, and, and w- you know, we had a, a good debate the other night regarding some of the bills that uh, Senator Casey and, and Representative Reschenthal are, are working on in the House and the Senate and, and the federal government uh, in a bipartisan way. But these are some of the things I think some of us don't necessarily think about uh, as we go through our day-to-day life, how important these locks and dams are to our uh to, to our economic well being but that's something that uh, that the commissioner has really been passionate about and helped lead the discussion the other night so yeah, talk about that Pat, how important that is to Catning and Ford City and the entire Armstrong county uh, region
1: uh yes, you know you know growing up in Fort City it was common practice to see trains and barges go up and down the allegheny River and um you know, it, it, you talk about economic vibrancy um, when, when you don't have these locks and dams operating as they should, and, and it's a funding issue, right? Um, you know, I'm so proud of the, of the fact that SPC has listened to folks on the Mon the Ohio and and the uh, Allegheny River. Um, And DJ Ryan at SBC has done a great job in starting the uh, STAR initiative, which is saving the Allegheny, but it flows into these other river systems, such as the Mon in Ohio, because uh, if we don't get funding or study, um, you know, these river town communities like Catanning and Fort City and Freeport, um, you know, it's detrimental um, and it's we need those locks and dams open for, um, you know, our economic health. Well, we appreciate your time this morning, Commissioner.
0: Good luck. And uh, in case you didn't know, the Native American meaning of Katanning is Long River. Just a little, we're going through an education process with Rich and the Buffalo here in Allegheny County. Well, oh, the commissioner go, could hey. give
3: you a lot. They they can talk <laughs> about how the French and Indian War really started, and uh, yeah, they
1: they know their stuff and in. Get and, <laughs> Long River. Right. All right. Hey, I wanted to give a shout-out real quick to the Armstrong uh, High School girls basketball They're in a 5A championship at the Pete this week, and I wanted to wish them well. So Good you,
0: luck, yes. And Good guess luck. what? You can hear the game on KDKA Radio. Ap- absolutely. K- hey, have a
1: great day, gentlemen. Uh, All right. Fabian. Thanks,
3: Pat.
0: You got it. Uh, that was a great conversation. More to come, including what's going on at the airport right after the news at 8 on the Big K Morning Show mentioned earlier it's meteorological spring on the first day of march and one of the signs in this town rich fitzgerald do you know is the pittsburgh home and garden show and believe it or not it starts next week already absolutely Uh, it
3: is a a great great pittsburgh tradition and people
0: love the home and garden show and it runs from the 8th through the 17th and we have a family pack of four tickets to give away four one two nine two two ten twenty samantha pick a number It's like a tough job. It is. Uh... Marty would say sixteen. All right, four one two nine two two. You got it. Four one two nine two two ten twenty. Caller number sixteen. You get four tickets to the Pittsburgh Home and Garden Show. That that's been a a great. You know, the weather's so been so warm, but you know, in March when many times it isn't so nice, it's wonderful to go in that convention center look at all the stuff that you don't know you need
3: that was the sign of spring coming <laughs> absolutely and uh yeah, that in the saint patrick's day parade those couple of events the pittsburgh international airport yes is going
0: to be new again new again and give us some of the highlights because we're going to be talking about this coming up about where it stands in the construction but what are some of the bullet points of if you put a brochure together why this is going to be
3: newer and better It's going to be much more easy, easily to get from your car where you park to your gate. Um, There's going to be more TSA lines, so you'll get through security much quicker. Um, We in the old, I'll call it the old airport now, I guess is the word I can use, eight miles of baggage conveyance. So when you would get off your plane, and to to this day, you go down to baggage claim, you often have to wait 20 minutes for that bag to get here. Some cases longer than the some flight. Ca- some <laughs> cases longer than the flight. Uh, in the in the in the new uh, airport as it comes about, your bag will most likely beat you to the fact that when you get the baggage claim, um, the 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 drop off points. The fact that you'll have green space to, you know, take your family, it, it, it may bring back something old. And I don't know if you ever did this, Larry, but my dad used to take us out to Greater Pitt to watch the airplanes take off and land. That was a big night a out, big deal. Yes, and you'd sit at that little observation area. Uh, that didn't happen with the uh, this new airport, uh, but you know that might be something that comes back again. So we'll have more details coming
0: up right after the top of the hour news with Pat Septak. We get
2: it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?